What's good to you guys? Happy Sunday. So today we are going to be talking about certain things. Um, you want to start off with that thing, Marlene, what we were talking about the Dairy Queen? Say your story first. Okay, so this is my story from Facebook where this is the first time this ever happened to me and the last time um, somebody friend requested me through Facebook and it was in 2021, 2021 um, in July or whatever they hit me up like they friend requested me maybe july 2nd july 1st around there or whatever i i accepted it because i went through his profile and i saw that a lot of the things that he had was um like you know about god and stuff like that and just pictures of him nothing crazy or anything like that seemed normal not a bad looking dude or whatever and i'm like okay cool maybe we could just you know, talk and stuff like that, dialogue here and there, because that's what you do on social media. You you friend request people, they accept you, you guys start talking, liking each other's pictures, nothing crazy, right? So then um, he friend requests me, I accept it, didn't hit me up. Uh, July 4th, he hits me up and he sends me an emoji. He sends me a waving emoji. And then I put a thumbs up emoji. And then I wrote to him, do I know you? He's like, no. He's like, but do you, he's like, do you want me to leave you alone? I was like, I was just asking, but okay. And he's like, take care. And I said, likewise, the next day, which I found it odd. I'm thinking to myself, you don't know, I'm asking you if you know me or don't know me. And then when I ask you that, you're like shutting it down. Like makes no sense. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Like weird. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, whatever. I go raro con este tigre. I'm like, this guy, something's weird with this guy. <laughs> the next day he hits me up, July 5th. Hits me up, mind you, I only spoke to him from July 4th to July 8th. That's it. That was good enough for me. Um, hits me up, he's like, sup. I'm thinking to myself, weird, because, you know, I only say, yo, what's up, or sup to somebody that I'm cool with, that I know. I'm like, esto está raro, like, this is just weird. And I said, hi. We started talking or whatever, you know, um, how you doing, where you from, blah, blah, blah. He was telling me that he's living in New York, you know, he's half Dominican, half Puerto Rican. Then he asked me, he's like, oh, you look Puerto Rican. I'm like, I'm not Puerto Rican, I'm Dominican. He's like, oh, I'm scared of ya. And in my head, I'm thinking, who's ya? Because you should be scared of you, yourself, and your moms. Your mom is half Dominican. He's like, I'm scared of ya, Dominican. So that's another red flag. I'm like, yo, this guy's like weird, like fucking weird, bro. You're half Dominican yourself. What are you talking about? So whatever, we're talking and stuff like that. Didn't give me like, you know, creep vibes. Wasn't asking me, you know, any sexual things. Cause you know, that's the new thing now. Send me pictures, you know, uh, Is your ass fat? Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Just regular convo. The, that same night, he's like, oh, can we talk on the phone? He's like, can I call you? And I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I don't have nothing to do. We could talk or whatever. And he started talking to me, telling me that he just moved back from Texas, that, you know, him and his girlfriend live together. She's disabled. So he was taking care of her, you know, making sure that she was good because she's not mentally up there. So I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. Then he drops a bomb on me that he was in jail, that they got into some trouble. I'm like, red flags are going off. 
I didn't say anything because I really didn't care. You know, I was just having conversation, you know, nothing crazy. You know, I'm not trying to explain myself to you or give you too much deets. You know, there's certain people that just love talking and just letting everything out. Mm -hmm. So then did I tell you all this morning when this was no, happening? No, I didn't even know this happened or nothing like this. I just, you know, the last day was when yeah, he I, called you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, um, then he tells me too how he's like has some type of condition where he likes to jerk off all the time and watch porn and stuff like that because he's single and all this stuff. Like within that day and the next couple days, he already had a conclusion how he wanted to come and see me, you know, like stay out here for a couple days. And I'm thinking to myself, where in the right mind do these guys think that they talk to you and they invite yourself, themselves to your house? Like I can never, I've never ever been that comfortable and can never get comfortable enough with someone that I cross those boundaries. That's like me going to your house and going through your clothes, you know, looking through your panty drawers, you know, wearing your pajamas, wearing your robe, you know, going eating, through your social security. Eating your food, like... Dia presentado, Dios Making Dios myself mio. comfortable because you open the door and that's it. I get bro, to use everything. Bro, like, I just can't, man. So then, you know, whatever, we're talking, you know, after that conversation on the phone or whatever... We spoke a little bit on Messenger or whatever. And then one day, he would, like, just send me, like, little videos of, like, you know, YouTube, uh, music videos and stuff like that. He would tell me, oh, this song reminds me of you or this and that, whatever. Stuff like that. He reminded me of, like, my early 2000s when I used to be on AOL and then talk to these guys. And we would just listen to music and stuff like that. So that's what we would do or whatever. Then one day, he was telling me, hey, you know, because I would see that he would, like, like when we would talk, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm editing pictures. He's like, you want to see? And I'm like, okay. And he would send me pictures of himself that he would Photoshop, like him, you know, standing, let's say in like, like a brick wall, like behind a wall, like mm -hmm. a concrete wall. And then he would add like the subway train station in the background and stuff like that. Like Photoshop shit. Mad and, cheesy. Yeah. Like mad cheesy and weird. He's like, oh, send me pictures of you so that I can edit them and stuff like that. Let me show you other pictures. And then he started sending me pictures of his ex-girlfriend. Like, I found weird. Like, he was photoshopping his ex-girlfriend's photos, but sending them to me. Thank God that you didn't send them pictures because that same behavior, he's going to send your pictures to the ex-girlfriend. Or somebody else yep. that he's talking to. Yeah. So, I just found that, like, super, super weird. Like, really, really weird. So, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I never send them pictures of me. Because the only picture that you could see of me, I apologize if you hear my dog. The only picture that you can see of me is my profile picture. And that's just, you know, the only picture that you can see because everything else I have hidden or whatever. So one day, like two days later, he call, uh, he tells me, hey, can I call you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, call me because I'm so bored at work. I, I will talk to anybody right now. So he calls me. He's like, hey, I'm in the city, blah, blah, blah. I'm just shopping, you know, running errands, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I hear him arguing with some girl in the background. Or whatever. So I don't know what happened. He must have told her that he was talking to me. And all of a sudden I hear her talking about how she's going to kill me. How she's going to fuck me up. How she's going to do this and how she's going to do that. And I'm just trying to like put everything like the puzzles together. And I'm like, I know this bitch is not talking about me. But then I'm thinking to myself, why am I going to say something or get out of character with someone that's disabled? That's number one. Number two. 
she's in another, you know, she's in another city, in another state, and, like, you know, I'm gonna argue with someone that's not even in front of me, like, somebody that's not mentally up there, like, I'm not gonna do that, so, I'm like, I just hung up the phone on him, or whatever, he calls me back, trying to apologize to me, and I'm like, yo, like, you mad foul for doing that, like, you're crazy, like, that's so out of bounds, so out of line, or whatever, after that, we really didn't talk, or anything like that, all of a sudden, the last day, July 8th, he sends me another video from YouTube, like a video of a song of an artist. And then right after that, he goes, oh, my bad. I send it to the wrong person because I'm talking to somebody else. And I'm like, you serious? Like, you know, like this is the games that you're playing. And then he's like, oh, well, you need to, you know what to do. Block me. So I said, fuck off. And I blocked him. What was that for you guys? This guy went ballistic because he had my phone number. He don't have my real phone number, but he has my other phone number. Bro, he started insulting me and going below the belt. He's like, that's why I don't fuck with you crazy Dominican bitches and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I started hitting below the belt. And I'm like, but your mom's Dominican, though. You're Dominican. So what are you talking about? Like, you sound mad dumb. So when I go and hit below the belt and start saying that, I'm like, how old are you? You're Dominican, though. And you wanted and, to and come I over. Mock it. Yeah, and I mocked him. Then he got so mad. And I'm like, darling, why are you arguing with somebody that's not mentally up to him himself? Because he used to get epilepsy and I would tell him, take your medication. You take care of your parents. They're sick. What if you go out with them one day and something happens to you? You know what I'm saying? That's the type of caring person that I am. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to tell him that. I didn't have to ask about his parents all the time. But I'm like, just block him. Block him. Kid you not, you guys. This happened in 2021. I kid you not. Two months ago, I got a text message from a random phone number. I say, hey, they say, hey, and I'm like, hey, who's this? And he's like, Juan Ortiz. Instantly, flags went off. That's that same guy. And I'm like, you know what, Darlene? This is the devil trying to play games with you. Just ignore it. I ignored it. Two minutes later, he starts insulting me all over again, going crazy. And I just blocked him. I didn't say anything. As soon as I knew it was him, I just ignored him. And it's just like, bro, it's what, two years already? That guy has a lot of anger issues, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's abusive. Yeah. He has a lot of mental illness, you know, dealing, he's a caretaker. Mm -hmm. He takes care of that other disabled girl, like two mentally ill people. He's putting that girl at risk, because if you know she's not mentally up there, why would you tell her you're talking to another girl? And not only that, I didn't know that his girl, his ex-girlfriend, because he said that he was single and that they broke up. She was here in New York with him. She came to New York with him. You know what I'm saying? So that all added up together. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, like, this is too much. I'm like, yeah, I'm not talking to him after what he did on the phone and stuff like that. It just put everything in perspective and he just dropped the bomb. I'm like, yeah, we're not talking or whatever. So then he wants to told me that he's talking to somebody else like if I care I don't care you're the one who wanted to come here you're still not over if you're still texting me like it makes no sense like let it go bro like we only spoke like four days yeah and nothing crazy like weird like people just this is why you gotta put boundaries up this is why you can't talk to everybody you know when the red flag is being waved in your face you know run back at the day Back in the day with all the issues that I were going through and my low self-esteem and I didn't know who I was, I would have accepted this. I would have made excuse for this. I would have feel bad for him and been like, oh, because, you know, he's going through stuff. His ex-girlfriend is disabled. Let me make an excuse. Let me help. Let me help. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
always try to, you know, feel pity for other people. Nah, like I come first. Like if you're not going to respect me, therefore, well, we shouldn't talk. And this is the type of trash that I attract. And then I was thinking like, was somebody trying to play games with me? Was somebody, was he putting like somebody from my past, putting him to talk to me or trying to, you know, play games or try to find information because out of me, because I don't know nobody like, and I don't talk to anybody on Facebook, anybody that I grew up with, they don't really have Facebook anymore. I think that, no, I think it's just somebody that just came into your life like that. It Mm -hmm. happens, you know, Mm -hmm. you get friend requests all the time, especially these guys, when they see your picture, Mm -hmm. they think you look beautiful and that's for everybody, you know, like guys are out there you know, trying to look for new opportunities, new females every day. And I haven't even updated my, my, uh, social media picture in years. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just think that people are just, you know, some people are just not living right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the more that we do social media, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of wackos that, you know, put all of their craziness on social media. You know what I'm saying? For example, like you're a walking, you know, dysfunction and you don't get help and you don't want to try to do better but then again you're attacking people over social media or anybody says something positive to you you take it as a negative and you feel like you need to vent to them and tell them why you're making me feel bad for example i want to say this and i know that anybody that listens to me maybe there is no people that are listening to me right now i just want to say any message that we say it's not a personal attack towards anybody that listens to us When we talk about something, it's our experience. When we say a story time, it's our experience, what we've been through. And we're actually talking to the person, you know, that we're talking about. For example, we did the story time about Kim and stuff like that. If you guys didn't see the Dairy Queen story time, go watch it because it's a very good one. Someone decided to write to us like a two-page essay a two-page, uh, two-paragraph essay talking about how they feel bad for what Marlene said because Marlene said something that made them feel bad. You know, basically, Marlene has said that if at 35 years old, you don't have $5,000 saved, that's a problem. And what she was getting to was talking about Kim, right? Because Kim- We were, yeah, because I've worked with Kim and whether it's Kim or not, If you're watching my fucking videos, okay, and you're 36 years old like me, and you don't have $5,000 saved, you're doing something wrong. That's not a personal attack. That's just telling you, okay, hey, you know what? I have not saved a dollar. She's just telling me that at this age, you should have this amount of money because God forbid anything can happen. $5,000 in this day and age is nothing right now. It'll go for, that's rent right now. So for me, I'm trying to school the younger generation or whoever that can learn so that they can grow up and be like, you know what? I'm learning something. I can get a better job. Maybe I can cut a bill off. Maybe I can do this. But no, this girl wants to go and say that she, you know, she was in foster care. Okay. So no, I think her kid, something like that, something of the nature that she was mentioning her kid, how she's had a hard life and foster care and stuff like that. And my thing is like, we're not attacking you. This is not coming from a place of attacking. And my thing is, you're talking to two girls that don't have kids. So my thing is this. You decided to be a mom. What does that have to do with me? And my thing is this. You're acting- and we decided not to have kids. And what does that have to do with you? Exactly. And my thing is this. I bet you if I go into your finances, I bet you you're getting fucking food stamps. 
Because you're the type of bitch that loves to have kids and throw the fucking finger. Oh, look at me. The kid card. Always. I hate a bitch that decides to be a mom and th- put the finger and put the blame because she decided to do grown up things and have unprotected sex. She gets knocked up. Now everybody in the world has to listen to her pity party. Oh, but I'm a mom of five. Oh, but I'm a mom of four. Who the fuck cares? You decided to be a mom. Go out there and, and hustle. Because my mother did it. And my mother came from the boat with four fucking kids. Did not have no fucking education. And got herself a hustle where she was selling clothes. And taking the fucking bus and the train. With her fucking I love New York bags. Plastic bags. Okay. And we were kids. And we used to do it with her. So don't come over here. Because you're in a fucked up situation. That you can't get out of right now. And try to tell me that because I said that you should have $5,000. You feeling some type of way. Bitch get off my platform. You're weak sauce. I don't like girls like that because right now you're talking to a girl that went through hell and back and because you're not where you want to be, you want to blame me for it? Get out of here, bitch. Come on, man. Do better. Grow the fuck I just, up. I just found that so funny. Like, I just read certain, like, there's certain things. Like, I just skim through whatever you write and if I see that something's off, I just delete it. Yeah, we didn't read the whole thing. We no. just saw foster care. No, the, she just and- started off, she just started off all... You know, something like she wasn't rude or anything, but she was like, I feel bad. You know, not everybody, you know, um, got it together. You know, there's people out there that are struggling. Yes, Captain Genius. We know that. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want to hear. This is what what happens when you are going through a dysfunction and you know that you need to change and you're a work in progress. You get attacked. You feel like everybody's attacking you Mm -hmm. because you're not getting the message. Instead of you applying it to your life, you're letting it just sit. You're sitting sit in your head and, and it's triggering you because you know that you need to make changes. And you really don't know us because how many fucking times do I have to tell you I lost my mom and I had to raise myself, bitch? So I probably have it harder than you. The difference between me, bitch, when I had a babe, when when I had a fucking boyfriend, I told my boyfriend, hey, you want to have unprotected sex? We're not nutting in me. You're not nutting in me. I don't want to be pregnant. I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be you, sweetheart. I don't want to throw the kid card to everybody. If I can't afford a child and if I don't want to have a child, I shouldn't have to do that. I don't want to be you. Another statistic out here. You're just waiting for another opportunity. You're waiting for a man right here that, that's going to pick up the pieces for you and going to be the stepfather because you want him to p- p- provide the stepfather duties, be father, and then bring the, the, the money to the house so you won't do shit because you want pity party. Come on, man. I, I just laughed at that. I just found it funny. I just wanted to say that because I don't ever want people to feel like we're attacking them because... You know, we came from nothing. We came from working 7.25 an hour. You know, I don't sit here and throw my pity party or start, you know, saying, oh my God, I went through this and I went through that. Yeah, I went through what I went through. Yeah, I was stressed out. You know what I'm saying? There was times that I thought that I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent on time. You know, when we first moved here, we were only 21 years old and we got our first apartment. Me and my sister were pulling weight, $880. Who could say at 21 years old by yourself? We're we paying were working, that rent. Yep, working in a hotel, okay? I was working just, yeah, first I was uh, working in a hotel. Then they fired me for a stupid reason that it was their fault. You know what I'm saying? Blame me for it. And then I started working making $7.25. So I was, what I was making over $400, a little bit over $400. Then I got cut down. Then I had to work part-time instead of working full-time. I had to work at a supermarket. And that's when I was like, man, there's certain times that I thought that I wasn't going to be able to pay my bills. 
You know what I'm saying? Because me and my sister were paying it by ourselves. Did that, you know, I'm like, we need to do better. We need to find better. Yeah, we didn't have my father helping us. We weren't on food stamps. We weren't on none of that shit. And it's okay if you're on there. That's not what I'm saying. You can always build up, but stop being the pity party. Look at me, look at me. And I'm like, come on, You man. know, I was never like, oh my God, you know, this is so messed up. I can't catch up. I can't do this. I can't. I'm not throwing a pity party for nobody. I just said, Marlene, we need to do better. We need to find better. We need to go, you know, we were paying $60 every week to get our GED. We were sacrificing all that money that we could have been We chilling. were getting a tutor because mm -hmm. we, you know, I dropped out of school at 16. After I lost my mom, mm -hmm. I was like, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So don't come in here and tell me that because you pushed out a baby, bitch, your life is harder. Don't fucking mm -hmm. do that shit. So, you know, we were going every Friday, you know, um, we were taking our GED. We were working part time. Then, you know, after we passed our GED, which we had to pay out of pocket for that, what was it, like $250? Then we started going to school. That's when, when we started going to school full time and working part time at night. It was hard, too, because, you know, we're constantly on the go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, everything that we've been through. We've been through a lot of sacrifices. And there's a lot of things in our story that we're not telling you guys. Mm -hmm. That we don't feel like I need to tell you right now. But I, I cannot stand a bitch that, you know, is in dysfunction and is pointing the finger at me. Because I, you know, I'm doing better than her because I've sacrificed. And again, it's a personal choice not to have kids. Another thing is, I don't want to have kids because, like I said, I don't want to be another statistic. There's a lot of parents out here that will always say this. Listen. I see this 98% of the time. My kids changed my life. I love my kids. But if I could wait, I would have waited. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having kids is the hardest job. It's not easy. A lot of people, you know, make it seem that, yes, when your child is here, you learn how to appreciate that child and life is never the same. You be like, yo, what was I doing without you? I've heard that said by moms before. But when I hear them, the truth, when you peel up the onion, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of sacrifice. Look at, a lot look, of at, look at what's going on with Jeannie Mai right now. Getting a divorce. You know what I'm saying? That, that's affecting her and mm -hmm. that's going to affect the child. Mm -hmm. What about Krishan? Dealing with what she's dealing with. You know, that's going to affect her child. You know, that's affecting her. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff. Like, I think people are just blinded. Are y'all like blind or something? Like, you know, some of y'all dumb as rocks. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to reality, you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. This is why I don't, you know, I just mind my business, do what I have to do. After I went through what I went through, you know, uh, making that little bit of money, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I need to do better. I started, you know, I went to dental school. It didn't work out for me. I said, let me work at uh, Burlington. I started working at Burlington. Then I picked up another part-time job. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to leave Burlington. I'm not going to leave Burlington. I could have easily left Burlington because I was making good money on my other part-time job. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to leave Burlington. I'm going to make it work with both jobs. And I'm like, you know what? Now that I'm working Burlington and I'm working, you know, my regular job, let me start saving more money. Let me start, you know, picking up my A game. You know what I'm saying? This, you know, wasting my money and, you know, touching my, you know, my savings. And every time, you know, how many of us save $300 to start off with your savings? And then something happens. Oh, I want to buy myself this. Let me just touch that savings and I'll put it back next week. Next week comes, something happens, you don't put that money back. Let me go again and touch my savings. And when you know it, you got nothing in your fucking savings account. So... Once I started working at Burlington, I'm like, I was like in my late 20s. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start, you know, 
taking $25. I'm going to call the bank. I'm going to take $25. And every time I get paid, every Friday, $25, $25. When you least expect it, I have, you know, over $500 in my savings. At first, I was touching my savings. And then I'm like, you know, darling, you got to stop this. So I stopped. And then I started working my other job that I was making good money. I was getting paid. Uh, was I getting paid twice a week? Yeah, I was getting paid twice a week. And twice a week, you know, um, twice a week. No, I wasn't getting paid twice a week. I was getting paid every two weeks. What am I talking about? So every two weeks, you know, when I had to touch one of my, um, when I had to pay rent, what I would do is take, you know, pay rent, pay cell phone bill, pay gas, pay any bills that I needed to pay. And whatever other paycheck that I would get, I wouldn't touch that money. I would put it, I would leave it in my uh, checkings account. And if I didn't touch it within the next time that I got paid from the better job, I would put that money straight into my savings account. When you least expect it, I had over $10,000 saved. And I was doing that and doing that and doing that. Yeah, I was, you know, buying stuff and, you know, playing around. Had I been as strict as I was today, at that time, I would have had over $20,000 saved because that's how much money I'm saving. And, you know, I don't, I don't really spend a lot of money saving that much money. And I didn't have nothing Mm -hmm. saved because I've always, you know, for me, first of all, I'm the, and mind you, everybody picks their own weight here. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody Everybody picks their own weight. We've always been like that. We always felt like, you know, we all live together. We should all co- uh, cooperate and everybody pay something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So It's 50-50 uh-huh. here. So, you know, I was living with her, but living paycheck to paycheck. And, and my then- sister was a... My sister's always been the type, you know, if I die tomorrow, fuck it. I want to be able to live my life and stuff like that. And I let her. I mean, after a while, I'm like, Marlene, you need to start saving money. Save your money. Cause so then I, I would her- tell her, like, Mama Bear, if something happens to me, Marlene, and I die tomorrow, who's going to who's gonna help you out? Like... Who's going to pay, you know, God forbid you die or something no, like that. No, but I, you know, I started learning from her. And then mm-hmm. I started, you know, working three jobs and now I have four incomes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm stacking up. Mm-hmm. I was able to save my first $10,000. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, it can be done. I'm telling you. And I don't want to hear, oh, it's because you don't have kids. Yeah, that's part of it. I don't have kids. But you know what? If I did, I would be able to do it because my mother did but it. But if I had kids, that would give me more of an incentive to save more exactly. for my kids. That's what I'm saying. It's like some of y'all parents, like, y'all, y'all lifestyle is, like, so crazy. Y'all and want be- designer bags. Y'all want your kids to be looking in the street like jigaboos. You want your hair done, for example. You know what I'm saying? There's females that, I, that, I, that I've worked with in the past. You know what I'm saying? Want to be buying weed. Want to be buying this. But for their kids, they don't want to, you know. They don't want to buy them brand new clothes. They don't want to buy them stuff that they need. I'm not saying to buy them Jordans. I'm not saying shit. Buy them Payless if you have to. Not for nothing. I used to love Payless. I yeah. used to buy Payless shoes. My mom didn't like Payless. She said them, them shoes were hard as rocks. Yeah, they were. And but she said they vasura. Mm. And my mom was not picky, but she was like, mm-mm. But we went there a couple times, mm-hmm. you know, because they I got love them the, deals. I love them. The, uh, the smile, smile right? in there, yeah. And the Fabco shoes. <laughs> the Fabco. I never bought shoes in Fabco. No, but I think we one did. Time. We went there, but a couple times, but I don't know if we bought. But anyways, you know, it's just like how you handle yourself and how you look at things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's moms out there. I'm telling you, there's a lot of moms that be on welfare. They rather sell the food stamp for cash to go get their hair done and not feed the kids. Mm-hmm. 
and then or they'll take their income tax money when it comes and buy new furniture yep. buy a brand new purse and their kids are looking like shit yeah with bookers crusties you know they smell Broken like pee. Sho- shoes come on and then they they're looking for a man so that the man could come in be stepfather and pay for the expenses I'm telling you, these, these like, new brand new moms out here, y'all trash, Shamayan. I don't care how bad y'all feel or whatever. I'm calling you trash because guess what? You decided to be a mom and now you want everybody else to have to pay the expense. I don't I don't care what you do with your life or whatever. You know, as long as your child is alright, but even then I don't get involved with that. I just don't think that it makes sense for you to be offended by what I say. If you're in control of your own life and your own destiny and your financial, like, it doesn't make no sense. And that she's you don't taking have no- it personal to two people, again, that are single with no kids. I don't get that. And the know? reason we're addressing it is because every day, you guys, with this platform, we have a brand new girl coming in every day. Mm-hmm. And what I don't want is my girls that are 18 years old, that are 21 years old, that do not have kids to, to read messages from stupid bimbos like this bitch and, and apply that to their life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a single mom out here, but if you are, you can do better. There's help out here. Mm-hmm. There is, and you have to, like, money manage your money well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I started off with $25. You could start off with $5, with $10, you know? The point is to get the message across so that you can learn and maybe want more for yourself, mm-hmm. that it can be done. Mm-hmm. It's not to personally attack anybody, and that's the problem with social media. I don't think that if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be listening to somebody's message. Yeah. Or you shouldn't even be on social media. That tells me right there from what you wrote is that you're hurting. What you wrote is that your past is still holding you back from your future destiny. Because my my my, my past could have held me back. My past could have held me back to the point that I would never be doing social media. That I would never have the house that I have. Because so for so long, people were telling me, oh, it's so expensive to have a house. Oh, having a house is a big responsibility. Within three months, I bought the house. Because I had the money. Because I was ready. I didn't really do research. I didn't know what escrow was. None of that shit. I didn't know none of that. And, we, you know, and, and, it's the and big- she had the cash for it. And you know what? I can probably say that because you know what? When we spoke to my broker in Florida, okay... My broker was amazed by the money that she saw my sister have in the bank account. And I can proudly say that. I wasn't ready there. Yeah, I put for the for the house, you know what I'm saying? I helped with a couple things. But really, my sister, and I, I'm proud of that. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's mine is my sister's. Well, my sister's is mine. Like, you know, we don't have... You know what I'm saying? I could go to my sister's bank account and tell her, hey, I took $20. As long as I tell her, she'll be like, okay. Yeah, you know we know I'm each other's like, passwords, um, social security, like what's yeah, mine is hers yeah. and what hers is. Like, I don't and give now, a fuck, bro. And now, you know what? Like, yes, like I put money into the house, but not as much as she did. And guess what? It's not a competition here because my thing is to learn from my sister. You get what I'm saying? To I mean, we did it together, man. Yeah, and no, the second home that right now I'm... Um, I'm, I'm working on getting a second home and I want to be able to do 50 50. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My mission is to put 100K down cash. That's what I want to do. And I'm saving for that. So if I can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But don't don't take it as a personal, uh, you know, attack. You know, I, I come from a generation where my uncle Guillermo, I don't know if we said this because we've done this video two times already, you know, um, rest in peace to him. My uncle Guillermo came from the boat. Okay. And before he died, right. 
He had a little hoopty. First of all, he's been here. For, he was here for decades. Did not know no English whatsoever. Did have no education. Decided, you know, he lived in the projects. He was the maintenance in the projects. So I don't think he was even paying shit. You know what I'm saying? My my family comes from a generation like my dad, especially, and my mom's side of the family, aunts and uncles. They don't waste money. My aunt and my uncle will have the same TV for 30 years. If they can have the TVs from the 80s, that's what they had. You know what I'm saying? Within a couple, like maybe like 10 years ago, my, my uncle bought my grandparents a brand new TV, a flat screen, because they had the same TV over decades. My grandma still has the plastic cover couches. Mm -hmm. She has the microwave that's been there for 30 years plus. Mm -hmm. God forbid somebody dies using that microwave. The first the first mattresses that ever were made in the United mm -hmm. States of America. Mm -hmm. You know, they hard as a rock. They they still have that. Mm -hmm. And then my uncle, he bought himself a little Honda, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he had it for decades and my cousin was telling him, "Buy, you need to buy a new car. You need to buy a new car." Not only that, they bought an apartment, a condo in Albany, New York. They paid cash for it. And then he bought himself a brand new car. I think it was like a Nissan or maybe a newer Honda or whatever. It was a four-door. It almost reminded me like a Nissan Ultima. He paid cash for it. $30,000, $40,000 cash. And when we heard that, we was like, nah, we're not playing no games. Nah, like, we're not playing no games. And, you know, before, you know, you know, I don't want to say too much in my past because you know, I don't like to talk too much, but I've seen money, a lot of money in my youth, a lot, thousands, okay, at a time, 15 years old, 16 years old. That's not the average teenager that sees that. So you you can't tell me nothing. I, I, I know, you know, my savings weren't the greatest, now they are. You know, within the next few years, I want to be able to have, to say I have 60K cash. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a mission of mine. It's going to get done. I'm working on it. If you're out there, you can do it. You can hustle and bustle. If you don't have kids, you could get yourself two and three jobs. We've done it. I mean, I just can't like, you know, everybody knows relate, everybody knows that, you know, in this household, like my finances are to the T. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I have an obsession with money. Like my bank account has to be right. You know what I'm saying? And if it's not, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I just cannot relate to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yep, because and I, I don't make excuses for people anymore because I feel like if I go through your finances, I can pinpoint. And I'm not a financial advisor or one of these people that is really into money. I wanted to go to school for architecture. So I was learning a lot of math and stuff like that. I was in architect school, but because my mom died, I just left that. But I've always been into money. Growing up, when I was 14 years old, I was working in my dad's grocery store. You know what I'm saying? I've always been around money. I know how to count money. I could go to a supermarket. I don't even need to tell you. You don't even need to tell me how much you're giving me. I know already. Cents and all. Because I've been around money yeah, all she, my life. she's good at that. And yeah. for me, like, I've learned so much from her, but... You know, you guys, we, we, we taught ourselves, we picked up, you know, soaked it up from seeing our parents, from our aunts and uncles and not conforming to this new generation. I'm not going to live like this newer generation. Everything is for social media. Everything is materialistic. We don't roll like that over here. I just nah. feel like, you know, and even when I try to give people advice that I personally know, they don't take it. So I stopped giving people advice. Like there was someone that I was working with a couple years ago and you know, they were confiding in me that they wanted to do better and want the better. And, you know, two or three years ago, I was more prone to giving you advice. I would tell this person all the time, save your money, 
save your money. If you want to do this, such and such, the way that you want it, make sure you save money. Now, this person always threw like jabs at me. Like I knew that this person knew that I had my shit together, but you know, they weren't really happy for me. Like they knew I had a brand new car that I bought cash. They weren't happy about that. You know what I'm saying? When I bought my house, really wasn't happy about that. Every time I would go on vacation and I would never tell this person I was going on vacation. They would just know when they wouldn't see me there, you know? Um, you know, and I would tell them, save your money. And they would take it as a mockery. I said, you and know what? she's way older than, than Darl, than mm-hmm. my sister. So, you know, my sister was giving her advice. And sorry, I was drinking water. You know, and now, unfortunately, they want to buy their first home and they can't afford it. They don't have the money. They don't have not even $2,000 saved in their bank account. And I've been telling them for years, save your money. You know, they don't have good credit. Their credit score is 500. You know what I'm saying? And this is just stuff like, you know, you might see me younger than you. And, you know, I tell you out of the kindness of my heart, you know how you should do things. You confide in me. You want my advice. I give it to you. You take it as a mockery and look at where you're at today. And look at where I'm at. You know, and then you're asking me advice about how to pay credit cards and this and that. I'm still giving you advice and you're not retaining the information. I don't know what to do for you. And I don't feel bad for you. You know, I don't feel bad anymore. Back then I would have been like, oh, I feel bad. But, you know, even though I gave her advice, you know, I still feel bad. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. That's a her problem. If you can't catch up and you're you're dealing with a pro right here giving you free tips. Because if you get you an accountant... Or a financial advisor, they're going to charge you thousands. And life is all about sacrificing. I don't care what's coming out, the latest makeup line, you know, from Selena or, you know, whatever. You know, it could be Anastasia. You want the collection from Kylie Jenner. I don't care what the fuck it is. You got to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. If you cannot buy it, you can't spend $100, save it in your savings. It's going to pay pay it off. You know, it's going to pay you and benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is not about, you know, materialistic shit. You That's know? why we can't relate to a lot of people because we're in a different, you know, like the way me and my sister are going, like we want to be at 50 years old and say, bitch, we could retire. And, See? and and I want to say like, you know, this is why I don't give people advice and I don't try to help anybody anymore because, you know, I don't ever want to come across. We're living in a society where people are sensitive. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to handle the truth. And it's just like, I don't want to continue, you know talking and giving you advice or giving you knowledge knowing that you should know this already because at your age you should be ahead of the game you know what i'm saying and maybe you might not know certain things because we're learning every day you know what i'm saying but at some point in your life i'm gonna hold you to a higher standard at a certain age Mm -hmm. if you're hitting 45 50 years old you should know the shit that i know you should have more money than me you should have more than i do you should have more knowledge than me too yeah because you are older than me right you should be wanting better you know and it's crazy like the more that i see this generation and even if you're older than me and above me you're digressing you want to be a teenager like that did i say about the, the ross I don't know. I don't think so. Let's say it really quick. Yeah, really quick. I wanted to say this. Um, I've worked in Ross. I'm working in Ross or whatever. And there's somebody that just started there. I cannot stand her. There's something about her, whatever. A um, couple weeks ago, I came in. We all came in. It was like five of us or whatever. We all came in at the same time. She said hi personally to everybody except me. So I'm like, okay, thank you, God, because I don't like her and this and this and that, whatever. So I go to the back. I got... You know, where shipment comes in, I'm there because I have to do something or whatever. 
And all of a sudden, I'm there by myself. She walks in. Now she wants to say hi to me when nobody's there. So the petty person that I am, since I don't like her and you're going to know that I don't like you, I didn't say hi to her. So then I'm talking to other people there or whatever. And I'm like, damn, every time that I work here, you know, I always find something that I want. And we were just talking and stuff like that. All of a sudden, she interjects. She's like, I, you know, I cannot spend not even $2. I can't buy nothing here or any other store because I have a $600 car note, you know, and I can't afford to buy anything because this is the model of the car and the year that I got it and it's just brand new. And I told her in front of everybody, man, loud, thank God those are not my problems that I don't have to pay $600, waste $600. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're older than me, like... You know, like, what do you want? You want me to pity you or, you know, what is the even point? I think she wanted a Scooby snack and the bitch was hungry because it's like, bitch, you sound mad stupid and ridiculous. First of all, you work at Ross. Second of all, you're paying $600 for a car note and you can't shop. That means you can't afford nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? This lady, you know, happens to be like 50 years old. I'm pretty sure she got TikTok. I'm pretty sure she's trying to stay hyped with her nieces and her nephews and, you know, her kids and stuff like that. Live in your means. If you can't afford something, why do it? Is what I'm saying. And if you can't afford it, why complain about it to other people? It's what I don't understand. I cannot fucking relate. I don't get it. I'm not going to sit here. I could easily. I could put my hands on fire. Anybody could tell you that I can easily afford a $600 car note. Why am I going to pay $600 for what? Why do I want a BMW or a Maserati or whatever fucking car? Because I don't like these brand new cars. Let me tell you something. If you get yourself into an accident, God forbid, these fucking cheapy ass cars that they're making brand new ass cars with all these GPS and brand new cameras and shit like that, they ain't going to cover you for shit. Side note, we went to Cirebede and somebody hit my sister while we were driving. Don't ain't got to pay 1200 to fix the bumper. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow that, that's cash and that was something that we weren't gonna say but you know we honest over here you gotta have you gotta have cash when you were dealing with these cars mm-hmm. my dad does have a car you know what i'm saying after years after 30 years of living in america my father he was dealing with because my father doesn't like to spend money so we so he was like you know what let me get me a car so he's doing the car no thing but my father's an og my father is retired and yeah. stuff and he didn't want to do that we didn't want to do that for him either you know what i'm saying but my father got a brand new car or whatever okay after decades because the last car that we had we had it for 13 years that's to tell you i guarantee you and i could put my hands on fire that car would have hit me and that car wouldn't even be scratched mm. because it was an old school car these cars right now i'm telling you you guys we didn't even feel this person hit us we didn't even feel nothing it was a big truck you guys it was a big ass truck just got in my shit and the Lincoln Tunnel, and he just like, boom. All we hear, I just heard something. So we thought that we hit a cone or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, usually when, because I've been hit before, usually the car like jerks really bad. Like you can, you know, feel it. So he just like really like just went in, you know, in front of my sister, side swiped her. I'm here thinking, I'm like, okay, shit, Donnie, you hit the, you know, uh, a fucking cone. One of those orange cones that they have in, you know, over there in the Lincoln. Nah, B, like, we come out of the car, like, when we go to, you know, parking in the valet, bitch, dent in the bumper, 
Now we have to go and freaking pay a thousand two hundred, but it's okay. Everybody's safe. And the only reason why I'm even gonna pay cash for it, number one, because I have it. Number two, I am not going through insurance so that my insurance car note could go higher for my father. We're not doing that. I was the one driving his car. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to pay for and it. And he was like, you know, we'll help you pay. I'm like, no. This mm -hmm. is Darlene. You know, she had a little incident. We got it. Dad, we're grown. Mm -hmm. We're not going to ask you to pay. Thank you, Dad. But, you know, that's not The only issue. reason why my father wanted to pay for it is because I told my father to come with us to the concert. And he was going to go. And then he changed his mind. And he didn't want to go. He was going to go to his brother's house yeah. in the Bronx. So he was going to go to his brother's house in the Bronx. And then pick us up at Madison Square Garden. So we didn't have to pay for $70 for parking for like three, four hours. You know what I'm saying? And then he changed his, his mind. And he was like, you know, it's my fault. I should have went. I should have drove in the Lincoln Tunnel. Because the Lincoln Tunnel was totally different now. There was more lanes back then open. You know what I'm saying? So they have four lanes you know what I'm saying? Merging together at the same time. So these vultures, you know what I'm saying? They will not let you pass. You got to be an animal driving over there. If you're not a good driver, there's no way you're going to make it over there. So imagine four lanes merging together to one lane. Four, not and one. you have people from all different directions. Yeah. They literally come straight, zigzag, cross. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you got to have eyes everywhere. So back to the story. The lady says that Darlene ends up going to the break room to have her break. She goes by herself, right? Yeah, I, I was like, as soon as she said all that and complaining and whining, I'm like, Darlene, just get out of here. You don't need to be around negativity, ne negative Nancys. So there's a certain time that I go and take my break because, you know, working with these zoo animals and just going, you know, I don't know if some of you are like me, like when you're working and you're like tired, you're working super early and like you just want to chill out and you break. You don't want to talk to nobody, none of that. All of a sudden, I'm by myself. As soon as I'm eating my, my watermelon, I'm answering comments. All of a sudden, this fucking bitch walks in. Okay, she sits right in front of me. And I'm like, I just ignore her. I didn't even look at her. I didn't say nothing to her. Nothing. She's on her phone, right? She's texting on her phone. I'm answering comments, eating my watermelon. All of a sudden, she gets up from the table. She takes her phone and she slams it. I'm talking about slams it so hard on the table. And then walks into the manager's room and she was like, they think that they can fuck with me, but they don't know who the fuck they're fucking with. So I'm answering comments and I'm like, Darlene, just eat your last piece of watermelon and get the fuck out of here. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm thinking to myself, what is the point of you saying that? Because even if you're not talking to me, why verbalize it out loud? Is it because you don't like me? Is it because you want me to think that you about that life when you're really not? You know what I'm saying? Because you're not about that life financially and you're not about that life when it comes to being about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there's just... no way you're going to step up to me. So I don't know what the issue it is with me or what you have with me because I've only spoke to you like maybe one time besides this. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what the issue is. Like, some people, and that's what I'm saying. At this point, I hold you accountable. You're like 50 something and you can't afford $600 car note. That says a lot about you. Because I'm pretty sure I go through your finances right now. I'm going to pinpoint. And I'm not a financial advisor. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to money, I could tell you what you're wasting your money on. I just could tell you. You know what I'm saying? She, and she means by, she could be like, okay, you could cut this bill. You could cut this mm -hmm. bill. You could save here. Mm -hmm. You could save here. Mm -hmm. We're all about saving Man, I should have been, I should have went to school for that. Yeah, what do you, you call that? Um, you could do a financial advisor. You can give people tips and tricks. I mean, you could do that. People do that online. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. There's a lot of bitches that do the influential thing. Once they get to a certain, you know, number, all they do is a course and they start charging bitches 20, 40 or whatever they charge and they start scamming people. Mm -hmm. Because they're not living that life. You know what I'm saying? Man, so, I should go to school for that. Because I, I mean, really you like... Could, you could always I go. Could, I love doing that. I love, like, saving. I love, like, helping people. I love Yeah, I like money. it too. Because now, mm -hmm. you know, like, there's something, you know, like, me... Like, there's a number that I want to be at next year in my savings. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like... It's just always something that I like to look into. Like, I've been trying to look into stocks and stuff like that. But I'm not good with stocks. I'm not doing no stocks. I'm not doing that. I don't have the time. I wouldn't do crypto. That's like me. That's like me putting my money going to the casino and and hoping that the stock market is good. Is it like a win or lose? Yeah, I'm yeah. Win, win or lose, you sh you sell your shares. Yeah, I'm not you doing could, that. Um, there's certain times that you could sell it for a good amount of yeah. money and make money, but it's I'm just not, like... I'm not telling people not to do it. That's yeah. just personally for me as a mm -hmm. female, that's not the type of avenue I want to go to because I know where I belong. I know where I see the money coming in for me. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a lazy person, I'm not going to sit here and do the stock thing. Like, I, that's too much... No, I can't I would that. like to, but it's like... It interests me for a little bit, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm not good with this. Because no. you got to be always on the phone yeah. looking. I know guys that do that 24-7. I remember going to the Asian spot to get my nails done. The guy wasn't even doing my nails. Like, he was just on his phone and just, you know. Looking at the stock market. Yeah. And your guy was doing it too. Mm -hmm. And then I have a homeboy that came here, like, to drink, you know, from Dominican Republic with his mom on vacation. And he was doing the same thing on his phone 24-7. And it's like, you can't keep your eyes off of that because... Mm -hmm. You know, once you get into it and you start making money, that's it. You don't mm -hmm. wanna, you don't wanna stop. No, no. So that's that has to be for somebody that really likes that mm -hmm. and is enthusiastic about that. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we hope this video helped you guys. Yeah, I hope that this helped anybody. Moral of the story is, be careful if you're gonna talk to someone on Facebook. I know that they have that dating portion now. They have like a dating thing through Facebook that oh, you could no. join and stuff like that. I know I've been seeing that. So be careful. I don't think that it's bad for you to, you know, meet somebody online or talk to somebody, you know, whatever social media account you have, just be safe. You yeah, know, you're never safe enough. Up, yeah. Put boundaries up. And if you don't feel right talking to somebody, that's your gut intuition mm -hmm. telling you that's it. No. Cut it out. And um, also, please don't take anything that we say personal. You know, anybody that knows us, the writers know that anything that we mean, we mean out of love. You know what I'm saying? Just work with your budget. You save whatever you can. Even if it's $5, I guarantee you, you guys, by the time you know it in a blink of an eye, you have $500 saved. You know what I'm saying? If you're strategic and you save, you cut down and you save. With that being said, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope that you guys have an amazing week. Stay tuned for next week. Next week, I said weed. <laughs> next week's podcast. And also, if you have any advice that you need, send it through the email or through DMs. Thank you so much. And we'll see you, hear you next time. Bye, guys.